everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast and today I'm going to be talking about a few things that I've discovered along my business journey over the last few years and uh, what you can take from this will serve you well. I think if you understand where I'm coming from and really pay attention to the various points, I do think you'll um, really get some value from this and hopefully kick your business on without making the mistakes that I've made, which have also been quite costly. So as always, before we do dive in, this episode is sponsored by IPRAC and the Luke States Academy. If you haven't checked those out, just find the links in the show notes or drop me a message and I can certainly point you in the right direction. So I think... You know, I spoke about control uh, on one of the previous episodes and I want to kind of continue on this theme because a lot of hosts don't control enough of their business elements. So what do I mean by that? We have OTAs that control us. We have cleaning agencies that control us. We have handymen that control us. And when I say that, although it's your business, if you do not employ them and you do not have them, you know, with KPIs and uh, manage them, quality checks, monthly reviews, that sort of stuff, then you don't control them. Similarly with the ho- with the OTAs, if if you don't control the booking, if they can refund a guest without your say-so or not pay you out, or basically if they're collecting the money and you're not collecting the money, then again, you don't, you're not in control of that. So it's a vicious cycle. And I believe that, and it's something I've been working very hard to come away from for years now. And I'm getting there and, um, you know, but don't get me wrong, I've still got a long way to go. Uh, but I think a lot of hosts get very lazy in this game because it's so easy to get into it that they think that that's just that and they continue in that, that vein. But as you get bigger and bigger, you lose more and more control, I feel, if you were to continue uh, in the same way that you would as a sort of starter host. And I think you've got to work on gaining as much of the business elements under your control as you possibly can. And... You know, I've I feel like I've discovered what I need to control by firstly failing and quite often blowing money. So, you know, cleaners going in and you know, I'm paying them for a clean, but then we haven't uh, maybe or we've missed a quality check or you know, they haven't used the app, so we haven't had a report back that something's wrong and it is wrong. Um, and some part of that process is broken down and ultimately I'm still paying that cleaner for a clean guest comes in, isn't happy. We then have to reimburse the guest or we have to relocate. Um, and ultimately we're getting hit both sides because we've paid for a bad clean. Um, we're also having to reimburse the guest, losing the night, etc. And you know, that, that, that hurts profitability. Um, this is a common theme, I think with cleaners, uh, maintenance and people that you don't control, and I think this is where the biggest leakage is in most people's um, businesses. So for me, that's definitely an area that I I had it locked down. <laughs> Probably shouldn't use that. I had it locked down before lockdown, before the first one. Um, and we had, you know, the majority of our staff employed. And, and as we came out of lockdown one, uh, a lot of them had, had, had gone, you know, back to home countries and things like that. And we lost them. And uh, we ended up using this agency route and you know we've been doing that on and off and um, you know it's it, there are some good and I'm not saying all bad but uh, in the main I just feel like we haven't got enough control on that so that's you know one thing that is on the agenda this year is to put that right and, and hopefully we'll have that done by sort of middle of the year across every single uh, location that we operate in. I um, 
I think the next thing for me in terms of, you know, finding out what I need to do to control my business is, is working with mentors. So I've worked with mentors now for quite some time and I always choose someone that's ahead of me who is in a place where I want to be or has a business that I want to aspire to be similar to. And I think a lot of people don't give enough value to investing in themselves and, you know, finding um, a mentor that really can get them to where they need to be quicker. You know, I don't want to be searching for YouTube videos for a path and, you know, every now and then come across a lucky strike, you know, maybe watch 10 videos and out of one I might get some information. You know, I don't want to be listening to, um, you know, loads of audio books in the hope that I might get a chapter that's going to change, uh, you know, the direction of my business. I just want someone to say, that's the path, do those action steps and more than likely you're going to achieve the same results as I have. And, you know, that's pretty much what we do with the franchise business uh, for the people coming, you know, in behind me. But I also need that from my point of view, because I want to continue to grow. And I don't know all the answers. You know, I, I, I don't know all the business specifics to be able to, you know, grow and get to the next level and the next level. But people that have been there before me, if they can show me the roadmap, if I trust them, you know, if I resonate with them, then we work together. And I have absolutely no problem paying people for that. I have paid mentors and I also just have, um, you know, friends and uh, industry friends and friendships that I've built up and uh, we help one another and you know I can ask them questions they can ask me questions and um, you know we can help each other on that basis as well so I think you need both at all times I think when you pay for a mentorship and you invest in yourself you probably take a bit more action than the sort of free information that you get and depends who you are I mean I feel like I probably take everything on board and if I think it's good and it's going to help the business I kick on but I know fine well when I've invested in something I, I really want to get that value back you know I want to get that that, that monetary amount back plus you know 10x minimum so uh, I, I, I feel like sometimes uh, when and I've seen it as well when I'm coaching people those that do invest in themselves get the best results because it means something to them the ones that you give the free webinars to or like free books to or whatever you don't really see them moving forward and you know I do watch people on Facebook you know a lot of people have been in my circle now for probably the last four years and I do watch people and, and you know I quite see a lot of the people that are fishing around for the free stuff all the time um, don't seem to have moved forward much in the last sort of three or four years but you know the ones that seem to invest in themselves they're really kicking on uh, on that note, I think uh, one thing that I do continue to do is, you know, study successful businesses. So whether it's businesses in your industry or niche, or it could be a total different uh, industry altogether, but a successful business nonetheless. Uh, businesses tend to have, you know, very similar setups, you know, a sales department, a marketing department, accountancy function, and, you know, brand building. And, and, and they're the kind of main parts that I think make up the business. And then obviously you've got your team and your employees and your, you know, your, your, your brand building and your team building and ethics and all that sort of stuff, morale. But I think in the main, most successful businesses have a very common pattern. And I like to study successful businesses and, and the things that I can see they're doing really well, I'll, you know, we'll model that. You know, I want to do that. Let's twist it in our own little way. Let's get it out there. You know, let's change that. Let's maybe run with that system. They're using it. It's working well for them. And again, you can actually invest and find people uh, that run those successful businesses who may offer some advice or training. Um, or you can just simply dive into them, have a good look around, see what's going down on the website, see, you know, what maybe they're doing uh, with their listings or, you know, maybe go and book a stay in one of their properties and see how it, it the whole guest flow works. And, you know, just... 
do a bit of competitor analysis on the businesses that you want to aspire to be. And, you know, there's plenty of good businesses out there. There's plenty much bigger than mine. And, you know, I want to get bigger. So ultimately they're doing something right. So what can I do that's similar to them? And I think, you know, that has really helped me you know, come up with new ideas and, and try and, you know, change the business and kick it on. And and um, and the final point, I think, is don't be afraid to ask for, for help from people that you trust. And I say people that you trust because there's a lot of people will, you know, give any sort of advice out there if asked questions. But I think you want to only be asking people that have, you know, walk the walk and can talk the talk and, 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 and have the results to prove it as well. And those people... Uh, that you can just ask, uh, you know, say you're in need. Um, you know, I, I did it over in December around one of my, um, you know, good friends who's also uh, very experienced in the industry and just sort of said, you know, I'm, I'm having a bit of a mental block and I just need to, I don't, I can't really figure it out. I know there's something needs to change, but I just, I just can't seem to figure it out myself. And, um, and I bounced off what was happening and, and sort of just give him a bit of a high level overview of, of the, the pitfalls that I seem to be facing at the minute and the problems. And within sort of half an hour, 45 minutes, we'd crunched out, you know, a bit of a plan. And, you know, I think you should maybe you need this, you need that, da, da, da. And, you know, sure enough, that was kind of that unlocking moment for me to be able to have that conversation. And then after that call, I went and implemented what we discussed. And, you know, sure enough, that, that has worked. And, um, that's sometimes all you need is just you know you can be you can have mental blockers you can just you know you, you I knew I knew the answer I just couldn't seem to figure it out for myself at that time and I think a lot of people including myself um, are afraid to ask for help and you know there's times where I think asking for help makes you look a bit weak or a little bit inferior and I still have to sort of get over that I guess it's an ego thing of you know it's okay just ask for help you know, and just get out of your comfort zone, ask for help, ask the right people, and they'll more than happy give it. A lot of people like to help people. I love to help people. You know, there's only so much I can do, you know, within the time that I've got, but, you know, I like to help people, hence why I do these podcasts, you know, because hopefully it helps people move on. And, and if, if that changes lives, then fantastic, you know. And I think done correctly, if you ask the right people, uh, who you know you trust and therefore you've probably built a relationship up with them I'd be very surprised if anyone turned around and said no I'm not going to help you especially at a time where you may really have some problems or you know need some help um, to you know potentially help you financially or move forward or whatever it might be so um, they're kind of what I've discovered in terms of my uh, control uh, and controlling a destiny that I'm trying to achieve over the last few years and kind of really digging in. And that's kind of how I've found it is by, you know, investing in myself, asking the right people and don't be afraid to reach out for help, but also looking at, you know, successful businesses and, and unfortunately failing, you know, many times, you know, failing uh, over and over and over again. And, and, and that ultimately costed me money. And each time that happens, I don't want to do it again because it's painful. I don't like losing money. So, you know, what do we need to change? How can we make that better? How can we be better? And you ask those questions, and, you know, you tend to get some great answers and you can tend to move things forward. So have a good think about it. Uh, you know, maybe have a little layout of your plan and, and see what help you need. Um, see what you're prepared to invest in yourself to grow and ultimately have a look at the mistakes you've made and see what you could have done differently to avoid those mistakes. And I think you'll come up with a decent pl battle plan to try and gain more control over your business. As always, it really, really helps if you do subscribe to the channel. Um, it helps the algorithms and all that sort of stuff and pushes the, uh, the podcast out more. So please, 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 if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the channel and leave me a review. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. And I'll see you on the next episode.